back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, welcome back. Hour number two, Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here with you until 2 o'clock. In about, oh, eight, ten minutes or thereabouts, we'll get Dylan Monson here from the Ames Trib, amestrib.com. Uh, Dylan will join us. have to make sure before we get him on to find out when he's traveling on Friday. So ah. Can uh, make it so he can join us for a few minutes at least at some point during our football Friday. As Dylan will be uh, and all the uh, media that covers Iowa State on a full time basis will be headed to Fort Worth for the weekend, at least for uh, Saturday's game. It's a six o'clock kick. Trent, um, you know, we've had a week three of the NFL and we've hardly touched on it. There's certainly some uh, major, major aspects that we need to get to. Um, Drew Brees breaking a record, Patrick Mahomes breaking a record. We've t- got Nick Athen coming up, so let's stay away from that. We both liked Buffalo. Yes. It was both part of our picks, mm-hmm. which you had a three and two week, right? Three and two. Three and two. I was two, two and a push. Two, two and a push. Two, two and a push. The Georgia game pushed for me. Ah. Uh, so two and two for, for me, but we both had Buffalo. Look, I thought Minnesota would win. I thought mm-hmm. there was way too many points, and the reason... It's Thursday, such a massive football game. Minnesota's got to travel to L.A. to take on the, I don't know. Best team in football. Are they? Yeah. I, that was just what I was going to call Most talented them. team in football. I think it's them or the Chiefs right now. Chiefs don't have Chiefs a defense. defensively, right. right. Well, Top to bottom. That's true. Now, Peters goes down. Tlaib right. goes down. I think these guys are both unlikely to play on Thursday night. With Thielen and Diggs Thielen and Rudolph and, Diggs and... and Kurt Cousins. And I would hope a sour taste in that purple team's uh, mouth as they make their way to the left coast. Trent, they were embarrassed. This was never a football game yesterday. When it was announced Thursday or Friday, whatever day that was, that Cook wasn't going to play, Everson yeah. Griffin wasn't going to play, I just rubbed my hands together a little bit more. I mean, it was it was setting up for mm-hmm. sleep walkthrough. Not, not in the fashion that it played out, but you could see this coming. 16 and a half in general in the NFL. It doesn't matter who it is. Right. It's way too money. Mm-hmm. And then you couple it. We're going to sit a couple starters that are a little dinged. Not normally probably wouldn't be out. If they were playing the Packers as opposed to the no, Bills. No, they would have played. They would have played. Right. It was all pointing. Then the quick turnaround with the Rams off to this hot. They it, fly on Tuesday. Yes. It, it it felt very easy for that one. But that performance, Oof. making Josh Allen not... Well, I'm a little higher on him than you well, are. You're, it, it's hard not to be higher on Josh Allen than I am. Right. But my perception... By the way, the other quarterback I'm a little higher on than you, and he's your quarterback. <sighs> Boy, he shows some strength. He does some things that make you go, I'm right. And then he makes you think, Boy, Trent might be on to something here. I don't believe in Mitchell Trubisky. I know you don't. If the first read or two isn't there... Yeah. He's screwed. But when he can put the ball under his arm and, and do make yeah. something happen with his legs... Boy, he's got that gift. He's good he at that. He's a good scrambler. Uh huh. How many guys that are good scramblers have uh, taken the team to yeah. the ultimate? Well, Fran Tarkenton. And <laughs> he never won the big one. No, you said took him there. <laughs> took him there. Right. Um, Khalil Mack's the best defensive player in football. Yep. And we we saw that proven out again yesterday. Uh, I think, I mean, the, the tweet that I'll never forget, it, it traded uh, uh, for sure uh, – Goal, you traded a gold jacket for two first round picks, right? And that's yeah. what he did. I mean, yes. Khalil Mack is a is a Hall of Fame. That's that's not crazy to say this early in his career, Trent. He is dominant. The first place Chicago Bears. Think about first place Bears, first place Cubs. 
Whoa. It's all coming up Chicago. So far, so good. Last place White Sox. And uh, and uh, soon to be Blackhawks. Oh, 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 going down with that one. What a wild day in the NFL, though. It I was. mean, you just, you never know. Mm-hmm. Check the Dolphins run beaten. They are. Two-game the lead. They can stretch it to a three-game lead over the Pats this week with New England and Miami. So New England is not New England, I don't think, anyways. Well, remains to be seen. I don't think they get off the mat. You know who's maybe better than a lot of people thought? Hmm. And I still think they've got a chance to be better. It's an AFC team. Tennessee? Right division. And, but they might, they might be an answer to your question, too, or my question, too. The Colts? Yeah. Yeah. How about at the end of the game, though? Andrew Luck has to leave, and they bring in Jacoby Brissett. No, I never saw that. To what throw happened? the Hail Mary. Oh, it because, because Luck had thrown him down the field. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, you talk about I know. It's walking between your tail between your legs. He's still not close to being back. Right. But he's better than Brissett. Well, sure. Right. And, and I think Brissett... Can start in the league. He's serviceable. Yes. yes. And he showed that last year yeah. after, you know, coming in in the middle of the season. They were a three-quarter team. Think of all the mm-hmm. leads that they lost in the second half of games. I think he can still play for some team. He can be a starter in this league, but boy, you have to... Hail Mary time. Yeah. Well, Let's go to quarterback the, can't throw it that far. Bring, bring in, in Mariano Rivera. That's what it did. Yeah. That's what he did. We'll take a timeout. Dylan Montz will join us when we come back. We'll get the latest on Iowa State. Uh, Matt Campbell had his teleconference earlier today. We'll recap that with Dylan. Apparently, what came out of that, maybe the biggest nugget that came out of that, we'll ask Dylan if he believes that that was the case, was that Kyle Kempt is going to be back, and I'm quoting at least the tweet, sooner rather than later. Hmm. Dylan joins us next. Nick Athen, Bama Bob, Trent and I till 2. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. couple of locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines. If you're in Altoona, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Uh, Trent and I continue on 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Nickin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Nickin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Nickin. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. This is a test. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. 
I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Camp Sunnyside, taking a boat ride, is Joey's favorite thing to do. Easter Seals, Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, USC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hey, welcome back. Head over show 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself take you until 2. Nick Athen coming up. Chiefsplits.com. Uh, and then Bama Bob will talk college football. We're going to talk college football right now. One of the two needle movers in the state is Iowa State Cyclones. Dylan Mont covers them. For the Ames Tribune, AmesTrib.com is where you can read Dylan and Travis Hines and the entire paper, and they do a great job over there. 
Uh, you can follow Dylan on Twitter at Dylan Monts. He joins us. Dylan Trenton, Ken, how are you? Doing pretty well. Ready to uh, attack another week here. Yeah, does it, uh, the, the campus, I mean, how did just feel just different last week for so many, I mean, for, for one major reason, but just hard to put into words what it felt like. Did um, did Saturday, I know Matt Campbell said it afterwards, felt that, you know, took the first step towards healing. Uh, did, did it feel like that uh, to you, Dylan, that that's, uh, that that's what transpired? Yeah, it was certainly a different game day atmosphere than, than what you see on any, any other week. I mean, that's, it was kind of, you could feel it a little bit. That was on people's minds. And certainly with the pregame tributes and having, um, you know, a, a big framed picture of her down on the field with her uh, female athlete of the year award from Iowa State is certainly um, kind of, uh, again, made it hit home for everybody just how, how much this, this woman accomplished in, in her short life. But uh, really kind of, it was it was a powerful moment and certainly one that'll that'll stick with me and and I think everybody else that was there that day. How much do you think it impacted what we saw on the field? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's probably you could make a little bit of a correlation, but I don't know if the, the team is saying that's that's some sort of excuse. But I think maybe it was it was it's way it weighs on people's minds and certainly with how close the athletic department is and all the student athletes and and how much time they're able to spend together. Um, again, it's obviously uh, at the forefront of everybody's minds over there. And, um, you know, I don't know if it really kind of played in too much to how the game unfolded. But, uh, again, I think it was kind of, um, you know, it per- permeated kind of throughout the week and, and that day even, like I said. I want to go to the uh, secondary. And I've told you how much I really love Eisworth's uh, game. I, I, I keep watching number 12 whenever he's on the field. But you know, one of my bigger takeaways, he's got some help back there. And in particular, well, we knew PV was good. I didn't like Ruth's uh, personal foul penalty. I'm sure Matt Campbell felt the same way uh, early in the football game. I thought Braxton Lewis stood out and Lawrence White as well. Uh, so how about uh, Lewis White and Eisworth continues to make plays? Yeah, I think Greg Eisworth is, he might have been one of the most important signees that they had in the last class just because of what they were going to lose in the secondary. Uh, just to get him in there and, and play in the strong safety, he can be really versatile and do a lot of different things. He can play the pass and uh, he's really physical back there, but he can also um, fit, the, fit the gaps in the run game and, and really kind of do a little bit of everything. And he was a former high school quarterback. So I think his, his, his you know, his mindset and his, mentality and the way he sees the game is maybe a little bit different and useful. I mean, I think that um, Lawrence White uh, probably looked as consistent or as good as he has maybe his career, just being able to go make plays and, and meet guys head on, I think was, was big. And then uh, Braxton Lewis is kind of one of those guys that's always been kind of in the periphery and, and steady and had to step up in moments. Um, you know, whether you talk about Akron last year, he came in and made a nice play, um, had a pick, and then in the bowl game came in and played well. And then, uh, again, he's. I think he's elevated himself to that starting position for a reason. Uh, you got to be able to trust who's back there, and um, you know he, he's where he's supposed to be for for the most part, and and can go make plays, and then had to get another nice pick uh, on Saturday. So I think that group is really kind of coming together, and and that's a good thing for them, given the question marks that that surrounded them entering the year. David Montgomery goes over 100 yards rushing. We saw 10 carries, though, for the backup running back, seven for Lang, Crony with the carry, and Awangu with a couple. Is that where you uh, think Matt Campbell like it be, 10 maybe carries or so a game for the for the rest of the running backs behind Montgomery? Yeah, and I think 
Saturday was maybe a little bit different just because I think they were trying to test out a few different things because, um, you know, it's kind of like David Montgomery got dinged up a little bit, and that's maybe where you saw his usage drop off in the second half. They were just trying to uh, make sure he, he's good to go and ready. And then I think they also kind of wanted to test out what they have with Johnny Wang, um, who came in and had a nice run on his first carry. And uh, he's shifty and small, so he's kind of, you know, for the Bears fan and me, I, he kind of reminds me of maybe what a Tariq Cohen could be. Um, just kind of his, his versatility and his ability to make guys miss. And then Kanana Wongu and Sheldon Crony both do a little bit of different things, even from um, what Bang does. But I think they're just trying to um, you know, really feel out um, what kind of rhythm they can get into with those other guys when Montgomery isn't in there. And I think they saw Akron as kind of a good time to really suss that out and, and um, kind of see what they got with all those guys in meaningful reps. Dylan, we have uh, literally a minute left uh, from the teleconference earlier today. My takeaway via Twitter, you tweeted that uh, uh, Kyle Kemp, according to Matt Campbell, will be back sooner rather than later. What does that mean? Have we got a quarterback competition? And was was that maybe the biggest talking point that came out of the teleconference? Or do you have something else? Uh, yeah, that really let it off. And I think, I, I still don't think Kemp will play this week. Next week could be a different story. I think, um, obviously, they, they've liked what that's given them for the most part. When he's gotten gotten in there and played, and um, yeah, I'm still kind of um, you know unsure with Kemp. It's really hard to tell because he has worn an immobilizer on his knee during games, so really kind of getting a sense of how well he can move around is tough right now. But I think um, that's that's probably the biggest thing, and the thing I'll be look, looking for when Kemp does come back. Um, I think they probably do have a decision to make, and, and it kind of depends on how Zeb can play and throw, and and if they win a couple of these games here coming down the stretch. So. Uh, that's kind of uh, the looming question, what happens to quarterback when everybody's healthy and ready to go. Good stuff, Dylan Moss. We'll read you at amestrip.com. We will talk to you Friday. You'll be on the ground in Dallas during our show, so we'll catch up with you then. Thank you, Dylan. Yep, thanks, guys. Take care. Appreciate it. We continue after this. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk. For real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Being in Des Moines, you just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. 
When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10 year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60 day money back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. Go to mypillow.com or call 800 951 4694 now and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Order now by calling 800 951 4694 or go to mypillow.com and use promo code Des Moines. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home.
Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's our final segment, a long segment, as we always do on uh, Monday. We're going to do a recap of the week in college football. Trent, Bama, Bob, and myself will go around the Power Five conferences. What did we learn about each one of those? Maybe another thought or two on the weekend that was. And Nick Athen joins us to kick things off. This time next week, we will be previewing Monday Night Football as the Chiefs. Well, they weren't home for long as they head right back on the road to take on the Broncos a week from tonight. Game course you can hear right here on 1700 KBGG. They're 3-0. and They're riding high. They're on top of the AFC West from ChiefsBlitz.com. Nick Athen joins us. Nick, Trent, and Ken, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. How about you? Well, I'm okay, Nick. Uh, kind of, you know, we <laughs> we talked a lot about, you know, when the schedule came out and during the off season and how daunting that seemingly on paper this first six games were going to be before you able to catch your breath a little bit. Well, so far, sure. so good. Three games into it, Nick Athen, and that <clears> offense <throat> continues. I should call it that record-setting offense, with particularly with that quarterback, just continues uh, to just blow people away. It's good to be a Chiefs fan right now, Nick Athen. Yeah, you know, it's it's long overdue. You know, you Bronco lovers, you know, I had to deal with Elway and, and Manning, and, you know, at the end of the day, we finally have someone that we can hang our hat on and pump our chest out, so it's you know, this really hasn't happened since Len Dawson, briefly with Joe Montana, maybe Trent Green just a little bit, but nothing like this. I mean, this was like Bo Jackson coming to the Royals. Mm-hmm. To me, it's the, it's the exact same excitement, exact same buzz, you know. And what was ironic about yesterday was I, I don't think Patrick had a great game. I mean, he left at least two touchdown, easy touchdown passes. You know, he overthrew a couple of guys. He was pumped up. Um, you know, he still obviously set the record in that, ridiculous, you know, six-yard strike to Conley was just a thing of, oh, my God, did I just see that? And uh, But, you know, he left some points on the table, and, you know, they kind of slowed the offense down in the third quarter, but, you know, that's to be expected. And, you know, he came back in the fourth quarter, and they got that one drive and the yeah, the field goal, and that just kind of sealed the deal. And uh, But, listen, it, it's great to be a Chiefs fan. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch, um, but, you know, he's, he still has a ways to go in his development. You know, you look at the weapons that are around and the playmakers that they have on this offense, and it seems like they just keep growing. Right. You know, you see more and more. It's not just Tyreek Hill and, and Kareem Hunt, but more and more guys that are out there, Kelsey healthy, on and on and on. I mean, how much more upside is there? It, it might seem silly to say, but you mentioned Mahomes left some plays out there. How much better yep. can this Chiefs offense still get? I mean, it can be a lot better. I mean, they, you know, they're not running the ball particularly well, though they, you know, did a good job, you know, at that last drive in the fourth quarter. You know, that, that's kind of still an area of concern. You know, Mahomes has to learn to maybe some of those longer passes, just kind of, you know, a little bit more touch on the ball instead of just or maybe change the trajectory, all things he's going to learn. Um, but, you know, what's remarkable is, you know, without Smith, and God love him, he did a great job for many years, you know, he locked on to one or two targets. And there were guys that are wide open that Mahomes is hitting that Al Smith could have hit. 
but Alex just didn't have that vision and that, that court awareness, basically, uh, to be able to sit here and go, hey, this guy's wide open. I'll just, I'll just make the easy pass instead of trying to throw into triple coverage or double coverage. So what he's doing differently is he's taking advantage of what the defense is focusing on, and he's getting other guys involved. And that's the beauty of the offense because who do you stop? And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, Demetrius Harris comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Robinson comes out of nowhere. I mean, he's got these options where people are, are not putting as much focus so he have the ability to get open and catch the ball. So kudos to Mahomes. I mean, again, that's, that's far ahead of where I thought he would be, you know, as a second-year pro uh, with one start, you know, under his belt prior to the season. And he was able to basically, at the end of the day, uh, just find some open targets. So can this offense get better? Yeah, I, honestly, I think it can. I want to see it be a four-quarter offense. And I, I, I think it's almost there, but not quite, because if this defense continues to struggle, then, you know, 35 to 40 points a game is going to be the norm for Kansas City to to keep winning. Hmm. Uh, Nick Athen uh, from ChiefSplits.com is our guest. You can follow Nick on Twitter at Chiefs Insider. Nick, uh, you, you mentioned the defense. I saw some Twitter yesterday. The the it, Seemingly the uh, the marriage between Earl Thomas and the Seahawks, it, it's almost coming to an end. Um, he, right. he still plays at a very high level. The Dallas Cowboys, who ironically were one, maybe the favorite to land him in the offseason, he showed them what they were right. missing yesterday. But the Twitter I saw yesterday was pursuant to perhaps the Chiefs making yep. a run. What do you know? What can you tell us? Yeah, here's what I do know as of, as of this afternoon. I mean, the Chiefs um, have engaged Seattle in, in trade talks. Uh, my understanding is a conditional pick and potentially a player from Kansas City. Uh, again, I don't know the terms yet. I think it is Dallas and Kansas City. I don't think anyone else is going to take a, a 29-year-old. It's ironic that he and Barry were drafted, I think, in the same year. Um, so when Barry comes back, which I don't think will be before the Patriots game, um, you know, you get those two veterans back there, and all of a sudden your defense you know, takes a whole lot, whole, whole different look. you got experience. you got good guys with run support that can cover tight ends, um, and that's going to put Ron Parker more of a floater and kind of fill in where they have some gaps. But my understanding is the Chiefs are looking at this season a whole lot differently than they did at the beginning. Uh, they continue to talk to Rashad Breeland as well, the cornerback from Washington. He just wants crazy, stupid money. But I think the Chiefs have a good chance of getting Thomas. So, you know, the, and, and if it boils down to, you know, what, is it, what does Seattle want to do? They want to send him to the AFC or they want to put him in the NFC. And uh, granted, the Chiefs are going to be playing the Seattle second to get last game of the year on Sunday night football. But, I just don't think they want him going to the NFC. I think if the Chiefs make the right offer, um, they've got a shot at it. And uh, obviously the guy can still play. And uh, I think he's healthy. I think all that nonsense from last week just stemmed from the fact that he doesn't like Pete Carroll. And uh, ever since Richard Sherman left, that football team has not been the same, and, and nor will they ever be again. You mentioned uh, things looking a little bit different for Kansas City in the AFC. Who makes you nervous? Mm-hmm. You already slayed the Pittsburgh Dragon that has uh, been a bugaboo for KC throughout the years. New England's one and two. Who concerns you mm-hmm. in the conference? Interesting question. You know, I thought it was Jacksonville, and then they laid an egg at home yesterday against oh. Tennessee, an inexcusable loss. I mean, I, I don't get that at all, but um, that shocked me. I thought their offense had kind of taken that next leap, but, um, you know, they don't particularly scare me. We get them at home here in a couple of weeks after the Monday night game in Denver. Um, in New England, I mean, if Kansas City beats Jacksonville, New England, I mean, they're the front runner for the AFC and, and home field advantage throughout the playoffs. I mean, there's no question about it, as long as they don't lay a middle of the season egg like they did a year ago. But I, I you know, I don't know who that is. I mean, Pittsburgh, 
I mean, listen, Pittsburgh's going to be there in the end. I, I like Baltimore. I mean, I really like, I, you know, I, I'm a Joe Flacco guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they played really well yesterday he after did. the Broncos yep. got up 14 to nothing. You know, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks, always has been, and he always is tough on Kansas City. And we get them at home at the end of the season, too. So, um, you know, Pittsburgh, New England, Baltimore, you know, definitely Jacksonville. These are teams that, you know, uh, the Kansas City has proven they can, they can beat on the road, a couple of them. And, and, uh, but at, at Arrowhead at home with the hype of Mahomes, honestly, I think they're the front runner in the AFC right now. I agree. Unless, unless the Chargers get hot. They didn't look particularly good yesterday um, against the Rams. But their schedule after this week is pretty much uh, easy, be, easy peasy. I mean, they really don't have a whole lot of difficult games left. Um, so the Chargers still, you know, they're a good second-half team. They scare me a little bit, but at the end of the day, I think Kansas City's a front-runner. I agree. I'm with you, Nick. I think they're clearly the team to beat in the AFC. And, um, you know, as, as I look around, I, I'm with you. I think the Rams are legitimate. Well, I think tonight's game is going to go a long way to, to knowing uh, whether you're right about the Steelers or not. It's almost must-win territory for them. Um, oh, I agree. Yeah, big, big, big spot. Well, Nick, that's good. So just uh, wrapping up the Thomas situation, when do you expect that there will be uh, you know, a, a definitive, whether there is going to be movement or not? Um, yeah, Tuesday? To- I would say... Yeah, Tuesday. I'd say by the end of business tomorrow, you know, we're going to have an idea if it's going to happen this week. Because if they get him, you know, they want him in practice on Wednesday, meeting his teammates, teammates, doing the press thing, and getting him ready for, um, you know, getting him ready for the uh, opening de- or this weekend um, at, at Denver. Good news is they got an extra day because they play Monday night. Uh, so my, my guess is by the end of business Tuesday, uh, we're going to know. We don't know. If it doesn't happen by then, I don't anticipate it happening this week. Uh, because with Seattle, you just never know what, what they're going to do. Chiefsblitz.com. Thank you, Nick Athen. Appreciate you coming on. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate yeah, it. Good to talk Bye-bye. to you. Nick Athens, we uh, talk about uh, 1700s team, the Kansas City Chiefs. Who is the team to beat other than in the AFC? Boy, I think they're head and shoulders, Trent. Yeah. Uh, how far do you go with the Patriot concern? Well, I think you have to be. Look, it, it, there's. We fall into this trap before. I know they. Got, he's got no talent. I mean, they need Josh yes. Gordon in the worst way, right? And can you count on him? A guy that hasn't been playing in five years, right? And as Collinsworth pointed out all night yesterday, those linebackers—they're really big, they're really slow, slow, so <laughs> slow, right? Um, oh, thank God! I st- I think the dynasty's starting to crumble. Unbelievable, don't get me wrong. Respect like crazy, but it's time, and I think we're seeing um, not the beginning of the end. We're advanced a little bit. Let's talk some college football, shall we? Bama Bob slides in here uh, as we uh, talk about the weekend in college football. Bama, how are you? Doing great, Kenny. How are you? I'm doing all right, Bama. Good to talk to you again. Lots to get to college football-wise, and you know we're going to go around the uh, the Power Five conferences and um, – Get a take or two on each one of them, and thankfully ACC is up first because I'm guessing most of us are going to have the same takeaway from this conference. Maybe we won't be, but my God. Uh, I'll be honest, Bama, I had to wiki Old Dominion. I had no idea what state it was in even. I really didn't. Uh, (laughs) But I watched 
you know, the final, I don't know, five minutes or so, whatever that game. And Bobby Wilder, the head coach, had never been in that spot. He didn't realize that you have to take, you can take a knee and run the clock out. He actually gave them an their opportunity when they scored. And uh, But just a remarkable upset. I mean, number 13, Virginia Tech uh, goes down to, of all teams, the Old Dominion Monarchs, Bama. That was my takeaway. Sorry to steal it from you boys. Bama, what was yours in the ACC? Yeah, that was you know, probably uh, one of the top ones, you know, kind of the Mario Cristobal playbook of how to kill a game. Um, yeah. <laughs> only it worked for him. But, you know, listen, to me, it, it's just the, that the conference is just a hot mess other than at the top. And then, of course, today we see that Dabo Sweeney's come out and named a new starting quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is interesting for the number three team in the country. We know what's happened in Alabama. Um but that was kind of handled in the offseason, and now he has said that Trevor Lawrence is his guy. And they had a big game against Syracuse all of a sudden this week. So, uh, to me, that's the take is, is look, it, it's Clemson is trying to figure out the best way to position itself for, you know, the championship game in the playoffs because this conference uh, is it's kind of them and everybody else kind of slugging it out for second place and you know maybe uh some nice warm weather bowl bid is about what it looks like to me you know uh one from me and they're only half an acc team but notre dame mm. going on the road to yep. wake forest i know a lot of people have Pace that circled them. and the offense looks a whole lot smoother with ian book back there yes, as, as compared to brandon yep. winbush and we talked about that this summer i i was surprised that winbush almost felt like he was handed that job i like book and Boy, did they come out in a big way. Stanford-Notre Dame uh, Saturday night. That's going to be a fun one. The half of an ACC team. No, I, I'm with you. I'm glad you brought that up, Trent Condon. So, uh, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, did you watch much of that, Bama? I watched a decent amount of it. Um, and, and, you know, we got here in time. And, uh, you know, listen, to me, it's kind of an overall, if you want to get out of the conference, sort of an overarching theme. You know, we, we've seen that we, we talked about what Alabama had with their two good quarterbacks, and Clemson has now made a decision. And, it looks like going forward uh, with Ian Book, it's going to be, you know, that, that's Brian Kelly's decision. And it's interesting when you do that, you know, you got two undefeated teams making those decisions in season. Um, looks like it worked for Notre Dame. Uh, we'll see if it works for Clemson. I imagine it will, again, because of the strength of the conference. So interesting now how, <clears throat> pardon me, all these teams are making these decisions on quarterbacks. Mm. Let's go to the Big 12, uh, Trent. We'll uh, let you lead off. What was your takeaway from the Big 12 this week? Incredibly impressed by West Virginia. Kansas State uh-huh. didn't even look like they deserved to be on the same field. And now with the defense, it certainly has made improvements from a year to go, to go along with Will Greer. They lost the game to NC State. And if we have a scenario where West Virginia goes 10-1 here, maybe loses that that last regular season game to Oklahoma, but then comes back and beats them in the championship. What does an 11-1 Big 12 champion look like as opposed to 12-1 losing that game? Just something that was milling around in my mind. West Virginia, though, looks like they're for real. Yeah. Bama, your takeaway from the Big 12? Yeah, I agree with you on there. They got, a big, they got the worst travel trip in the Big 12 when they have to go to Lubbock this week. Yeah. I mean, how those two teams are in the same conference still is beyond me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Really impressed with Texas. Um, You know, I thought, again, we we talked about it on Friday. I really thought I liked TCU in this game, the defense, everything else. Uh, But really impressed with them. And now that, you know, they got to go win in Manhattan, and it sets up a big showdown in a couple weeks. And 
you know, the other thing, and Kevin, we talked about it a little bit on Friday, was um, just, you know, off the field, if you want to call it that, just, just the emotion in Ames this mm-hmm. week was, was just touching. I mean, and this is, you know, for a, a student athlete that not a lot of people knew about, you know, frankly, hardly anybody ever heard of until this mm-hmm. thing happened. But then when them come, with them coming out with the Spanish flag and Campbell and the golf hat, and I mean, yeah. it, it was it was just really, I thought it was, a lot of it was, you know, planned and, and rightfully so, but then this, the thing with Campbell and, and the golf hat and then the Spanish flag, to me, that was just, there was just such a moving, moving tribute. Um, and I know we're here to talk football, but and to me, that was just, it was so moving uh, to, to to watch that community and that university rally around uh, one of their own. Yeah, I noticed the golf hat as well in the uh, uh, in the parking lots for the tailgates. Iowa State had somehow arranged maybe Heartland flags to get a whole bunch of uh, Spain's flag, and they were yeah. flying proudly throughout various points of the parking lot. Well done by Iowa State. Expect no different. Well uh, here's my takeaway. Glad you brought up Texas. You mentioned that uh, that West Virginia Texas uh, Texas Tech tilt this weekend, Bama boys. That's appointment TV for me because this Texas Tech team just marched into Oklahoma State and kicked their you know what. Yeah. Bama throws for another four hundred yards, I think three ninety seven to be uh, precise. Uh, this is a freshman quarterback who's now over a thousand yards in his first couple of starts. This Big Twelve. And look, Oklahoma struggled with Army boys. In fact, struggled had to go to overtime. So, oh my gosh, uh, I've never been so hard. Never. <laughs> yeah. Nothing against Oklahoma, but oh uh, my god, you. that would have that oh. would have been a monumental upset. Yeah, and TCU just uh, um, yeah, make gift credit to Texas, and that's what I'm going to do as we yeah. move to the Big Ten. Uh, Bama, you're up first in the Big Ten. Your takeaway from this past weekend was what? Uh, well, there's there's a couple. Of, you know, Wisconsin throwing the football to beat Iowa. Uh, you know, Hornibrook with three touchdowns. I didn't see that coming. It started out like we you know we thought it would be kind of a a slog fest, slug fest, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then you know him him you know them winning throwing the football. Um, listen, I mean the big game this week. We all know Ohio State, Penn State. Is Maryland going to be a factor? I mean the way they just you know took apart. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I mean, my goodness, and I, I don't, I don't think they're going to be a factor. But you know, who who knows? And then Nebraska, man, they yeah. they just they got a long season ahead, and you feel for them. I mean, you do, but it, it is what it is, and they were not competitive on the field with Michigan this week. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things where uh, it's going to be a long season for Scott Frost. You might feel for him. I got a little schadenfreude <laughs> over here. <laughs> for for sipping uh, all the Nebraska fans out there, I, I, I'm getting a kick out of it. I'm not going to lie. He'll be good. It's going to take a while. Rome wasn't built in a day. That's that's true. Yeah, the Nebraska thing was just stunning to me. My Boilers are back, boys. Oh, uh-oh. The Boilers are... Uh-oh. Uh, nice win. Uh, yeah. they, they needed that one. Boston College is a good team. I think they're, they're a good team, and... Uh, but Purdue's been close, and they finally found uh, one in the win column. And then the news today, fellas, that uh, Jeremy Larkin, the Northwestern running back, has had to quit football uh, due to some medical issue. That's a blow to Northwestern, Trent. They get Michigan coming in this week, and uh, they don't look real fast out there on the field. This is, this is going to be a trying year, I think, for Fitz and company. And we get Penn State, Ohio State this week, a whiteout. I mean... Is there anything better in, in college football? Than... ABC's got to be there, right? That's the national game? Yep, Let me look. 6.30. little early start for that one, which is fine. Good to go with that. 
it's uh, going to be very, very good. I love whiteouts, and, and when Ohio State comes to town, it just takes it to another degree. Yeah, it does. Here's the slate, Bama, for the prime timers. Ohio State, uh, Penn State, as we know. Stanford, Notre Dame's a 6.30 kick as well. Uh, ESPN's got Old Miss at LSU. That's 8.15, and Fox has BYU and Washington. Of course, we've got TCU and Iowa State on, I think it's the U. It got bumped to the U. Uh, for with it with a six o'clock tilt. Uh, anything more on that conference, Bama? You want to move on? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, listen, I think it's going to be the big three again. Maryland, that's kind of a you know they're going to have a they're going to have something to say in this. You know, with the big three, if you will, with the Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan. Uh, Pac twelve, Trent Condon. Pac twelve. How about Stanford? Huh. Yeesh. It How was, about Oregon? Yeah, yeah. Giving that oh. one away, big lead early, and then what happened late in the football game. Stanford's got another big one in front of them with Notre Dame, as I mentioned. But uh, that team, if they're looking for a dark horse, keep an eye on Stanford. The road schedule is incredibly daunting that they have. A lot of opportunities. And if there is a team that has a schedule that could get through 11-2 and with a, if you're talking about a two-loss team, Stanford might be that one just because their schedule is so ridiculous. Yeah. Bama, uh, Pac-12 takeaway from you? Yeah. Uh, Arizona State maybe better than we saw it. Um Listen, they, they put up a good fight at Washington. Um, they may have something to say again in the South. I, I you know, Arizona State, Colorado could be for the South. Yes, I mean, be. I mean that's listen. Give it to Herm Edwards. I I thought that hire was crazy at the time. I didn't get it. I get it now. Uh, and he's playing a lot of freshmen. I mean, mm-hmm. against a veteran team, and they went to Seattle and came really close to uh, to knocking them off. Yeah, you know, the other thing was it was just the way that Oregon, like you know, Trent said, the Oregon. Uh, uh, Stanford game finished. I mean, Oregon had that game. You know, the kid kicking the pylon on the way in, and, and you know, we didn't realize. I didn't realize. I do now. Uh, the pylon is out of bounds in college. It's inbounds in the NFL. But if you look at it in college, it sits out of bounds, and that's what you know. He kicked it. Mm-hmm. Then they, they, you know, they go on. They lose. It, they lose ground, and then they fumble and they return it the other way. And you know, somebody had on Twitter, hey, if they just knelt down and killed the clock, the Stanford would have got it back with about 10 seconds. That's but instead, true. they tried to run it and get a first down and, you know, have a fumble. So, you know, coaching matters, and they just couldn't couldn't finish it. But, yeah, Arizona State to me, I mean, I just, again, and I, I'm looking forward to that game against Colorado they got in a couple weeks. Tennessee, we saw not ready for prime time with Pruitt, and we saw that really in week one against West Virginia. But their next three. After getting throttled by Florida. Oh, you've they, moved on to the SEC. Can I get my Pac-12 oh, point oh, in there? Oh, oh. Would it kill you to let me talk about Colorado? Oh, you, you're, you're all in on the bus. I'm all in on the bus. Just this, Here's the reason, boys. We don't get to watch much Pac-12. They're on. Well, Trent, you got to work. Yeah. But Friday night, UCLA at Colorado. The nation has not seen Chenault, and most of yeah. them haven't. This guy's appointment TV, FS1 at 8 on Friday night. And he might have 250 yards receiving against UCLA. He might. Now, Trent Condon, tell us about Tennessee. Coming up their next three, they will go. This three-game schedule is as daunting as you're going to find. At Georgia. Oof. At Auburn. Ooh. They get to come home, though. Oh, good. For Alabama. <laughs> Yikes, Bama. Yeah. And you saw them. You saw Florida just paste them this week. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee's got trouble up there, mm-hmm. guys, because... Jeremy Pruitt to me has the look of Will Muschamp at Florida. Uh, he got a he got an unsportsmanlike penalty on himself for arguing with officials. There's an art to that that you have to learn uh, if you're a um, you know if you're a head coach. I mean, you have to learn you know how far to push it, when to shut up, when to move on. 
We saw him kick a whiteboard on the sidelines. We saw his team turn the ball over six times. Mm. We saw them, um, you know, just just look horrible, just get pushed around. And now it's come out today. Now he's got a, a, a beef, I guess, with, with his own linebacker, Quarte Sapp, yep. who he is saying refused to go into the game, so right. he's sitting on the sidelines. Sapp is saying that never happened. So wh- what do you do now? And, oh, by the way, like Trent said, your next three at Georgia, at Auburn, and home to Alabama. And I'm telling you, by the time that Alabama game rolls around, uh, I mean, that is – unless something happens quick, there's going to be more empty seats than are filled in New Orleans Stadium for that game because it is just going to be another reminder how far behind the elite they are in the SEC. And Tennessee fans are tired of it. Yeah. Uh, the other take – Yep. Kentucky nah, is, you're stealing mine, Bama, but go ahead because right. they deserve it. No, you go after you. No, no, take it. I mean I'm 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 go ahead. No, I mean you know what? They they beat they went to Gainesville and pushed Florida around. Yeah. Uh and you know they beat what I thought was a really good Mississippi Me State too. team called convincingly, and now they get South Carolina this week mm-hmm. at home in Lexington. I mean, how big of a game is that all of a sudden? Because they get that game, guys. The rest of their schedule, they got to go to A&M. They could even afford to lose that because then they have Vandy, Mizzou, and then the Georgia Bulldogs going to Lexington the first week of November. If they can get <laughs> one of the next two, particularly this one against South Carolina, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, look out. Um, because I think that might be even Georgia coming off going to Baton Rouge, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, my that is exact. Um, no, no, no. Going in between. Yeah, there's a, actually the Baton Rouge. Uh, the uh, the game of Baton Rouge is the 13th, then a bye, and then the cocktail party, and then Kentucky. Okay. So still, I mean, but yeah, so not an easy schedule for Georgia. Yeah. But anyhow, I mean, Kentucky to me, you know, uh, legit. If you want to talk about it, SEC East legit. If we mm. put it that way, I'm with you, Bam. I think it's a great story, uh, and i and like you just said, and I'll, I'll I'll repeat it. Mississippi State, I thought they were legit. And uh, Kentucky never gave him a chance. And I talked about Chenault as one of those guys in college football that, you know, you really got to be a fan or a gambler to, to know about this kid. Benny Snell, boys. Oh, Le- yeah. Jet. Legit. There's a couple of Snells in sports who are excelling right now. One in Tampa (laughs) Bay with a ball in his left hand on the mound. And then this Snell, Benny Snell, who plays his college football in Lexington. Do you have a game, Trent Condon, that is much-watched TV for you this coming week? I mentioned it, Ohio State-Penn State Mm -hmm. at the forefront. How about that fourth quarter? If you were in Vegas holding an Illinois plus 27-and-a-half ticket, you're feeling good for a real long time, and then the fourth quarter came around. Gambling has a way of doing that, does it not? Bama, what about you? You got one you want more than the others? Just ask people that put money on the Vikings yesterday. A lot of people did. Holy crap. Uh, You know, listen, it's it's Ohio State, Penn State for me, the whiteout, Happy Valley at night. Um, You know, great. Just great scene. couple, we already talked about South Carolina, Kentucky. I want to be tuned in early. Syracuse at Clemson. I want to see it. I mean, how good is Syracuse? And we saw it into the Florida State. Yeah, Clemson with a quarterback change. Is that going to bite them? Is it going to work? Um, but yeah, to be overall game's got to be the the Buckeyes and the Nittany Lions. Yeah, think uh, CBS would like to get out of Tennessee at Georgia. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do too. That game will be over by halftime, if I'm guessing. Yeah, for me at West Virginia, Texas Tech early in the morning. That's one I'm going to watch as well because both coming up on the clone schedule. Bama, have a great week. We'll talk to you on Friday. Thank you.
Can't wait, guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Good to talk to you, Bama Bob. Recapping the week in college football. Trent Condon, we've got Monday Night Football here. If you can't be in front of your television, you can hear the game right here. Steelers at Tampa. You were right, by the way. Fitzy gets the ball in week four, regardless of Jameis Winston. You said that after, think, week number one. Yeah. I thought you were nuts. Uh, you've been proven right. They've already announced it. What happens if Fitz goes out and goes well, yeah. 12 of 29 with four picks tonight, though? Fair point. Steelers have to win this football game. They do. Yeah. And this is normally when we see Pittsburgh, dumb loss, back against mm-hmm. the wall, and Tomlin always finds a way. We'll see what those locker room stories are really about tonight. I'm uh, so You could have told me before the year, Tampa-Pittsburgh, I mean, Stinker. The, the old adage, I wouldn't pull the blinds to see it in my backyard. <laughs> this is incredibly yeah, intriguing. I'm with you. ESPN. Finally getting some good games. Huh? They deserve this one. Tony yes. Dungy will be honored at some point. Maybe they'll show that tonight as opposed to what they did to Brian Urlacher Jeez. last week, which is still getting killed, right. and deservedly so. I mean, come on, ESPN. If uh, Back uh, quickly to the SEC. If they could flex out of that Tennessee-Georgia matchup. Mm-hmm. South Carolina-Kentucky. That's That that would be the CBS 230 big spot. Game. It's a huge spot. You mentioned Benny Snell, and yeah. and South Carolina's pretty good. I mean, they, they are. They let it get away in the second half in against the Georgia. Georgia. Game, yeah. But that's a talented team. Mm-hmm. This, that's a fun game. Mm-hmm. Who are you betting tonight? You're on a bad run. Yes, it was, um, we talked about that earlier. We did. It's rough. But you got to get even or even worse, or you got to break this streak. Do you, do you have an opinion tonight? Nothing strong. You know, I'll play it. Uh-huh. I'm leaning I think Steelers. Pittsburgh has to win, Trent. I'm, that's where I'm leaning. But this week. All right. 3-0 and Tampa Bay. Yeah. Remember when I bet before the season Tampa to have the number one pick? Mm-hmm. Burning that ticket. Yeah, I, I had Buffalo. <laughs> and uh, coming up uh, tonight when I get home about 6-15, ticker tape parade over uh, over off of Valley West Drive. For what? All my betting losses tickets from oh, the gotcha. weekend because there are a lot of them. Uh, what do you and Jimmy B have planned today? John Bodicat's going to be stopping by early in the program. We you will know, talk- by the way, yeah. I, I, I get such a kick out of his tweets. All the other Iowa media's on the field and looking for stories in the tailgate. Yep. He's reporting on the food in the press box. <laughs> the carving table. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. And you know what? It it's, it's goes over well. He's <laughs> one of a kind. He's a good dude. And yeah. a lot of fun to have. We'll also talk some NFL with the Sporty News. Tad Haslip, he'll be by. Wolfgang will jump in, and and Jimmy B for a segment today. Going to do a segment today. Going to do a segment today. Awful good of him. Yes. Uh, That's coming up from 4 until 6. Trent and I are back tomorrow at noon. Zubin Mahente joins us uh, in the 12 o'clock hour. Look forward to catching up with Zubin as we haven't spoken with him in a couple of weeks. Thank you for being here with us. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines and 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. We will talk to you tomorrow at noon. For Trent, I'm Ken on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KVGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. 
Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Oh, bud, I heard these guys live once. How was it? It was way more like this! This is awesome! Give them a concert experience they'll never forget. And save on the ticket. Buy two boxes of participating Big G cereals, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Honey Nut Cheerios, or Lucky Charms, for a $10 Ticketmaster ticket cash code. Hey, how about tickets to the game Sunday? Seriously? Must be 13 years or older. Redeem Impact Code by 102718. Exclusions apply. Visit Ticketmaster.com slash General Mills Cereal for full terms and conditions. You're on the list for Macy's VIP sale. Use your Macy's card or savings pass and take an extra 15% off beauty purchases. Discover new skincare and makeup trends from Estee Lauder, Lancome, Clinique, MAC, Urban Decay, and others. Find your favorite fragrances. Calvin Klein Eternity, Hugo Boss, Juicy Couture, and more. Savings off regular and sale prices. Exclusions apply. Macy's Star Rewards members can now start earning towards star money. Ask your store associate or get details at macy's.com slash star money. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's.